for the first time ever, I froze in my intro. Damn. <laughs> He's got stage fright. Damn. <laughs> you could have played it off. We could have cut off the first five seconds. Because I was like, we, we, we just had so much stupid stuff going in the in the, in the all chat here, um, in the vocal all chat, and none of it really stuck. Um, but we, like, um, like Tom Brady, like Michael Jordan, like that rash that you should get checked out, we're back with hey. a vengeance. Um, hopefully with less disastrous but more impactful consequences for some of that that's going to be uh that's going to be really tough we're working through technical difficulties um, a new format for everything here but it's still it's still the fellas um regrettably backed by unpopular demand um <laughs> enrique mike and tyler uh here to talk some league of legends uh forgive any mic quality issues on my end i am down horrific right now uh one of y'all should <laughs> down start down horrendous yes we're, we're on our we're on our Jordan to the Wizards type. Oh no! Right <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this, man. That's, don't do it. That's how we're starting off this season of the Critical Strike Podcast. Oh god! I mean, well, <laughs> how you doing, Mike? How you been? Dude, not bad. Yeah, not I bad. Mean, yeah, man. I, I'm I'm doing pretty well too. It's been a brick since we've talked, huh? Worlds. I think right? we opened up the last episode with "It's been a brick" as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> So for those of you keeping score at home, uh, it has now been two bricks. Yes. Yeah. It's been Once a again, couple of bricks. Jordan to the Wizards. A couple of bricks. There it is. There couple, it is. Oh, damn. Oof. Yeah. We're on fire. Okay. We're on fire. No, yeah. Mm. We're averaging a solid two episodes per six months. So maybe, <laughs> if you're lucky, we'll see you around Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Where we can get ready for MSI. <laughs> Word to your mother. Um, yeah. LCS has been fun though. Um, I, I I heard one podcast. Uh, there was one podcast titled um, it, was, it was JLXP. Uh, I think it was hyperbole for the sake of clickbait, but because you know you got to play the game and whatever. But Golden Age of LCS uh, is back, and I won't go quite there. But look, CLG and TSM are two and zero, and I'm not even gonna say they looked great because like if there's two ga- like these first two games, let's be clear about one thing right now. Despite whatever we're gonna say, these two first games don't count. Um, if you're going to draw conclusions mm. on a team, broad sweeping, broad sweeping conclusions based off the first two weeks, you got another thing coming. Yeah. You got to make the first round robin at least. Yeah. yeah. At least. Mm. I mean, granted, it is cool to sit here and say, TSM, they're back. You know. But like, they're not. You know, I mean, not yet at least. Not I'm yet. Not, I'm not, I'm not buying say. or selling either which way. Um, what I will say is that there are certain teams in the league that look real like mm-hmm. real deal kind of real uh, and there are certain teams where the jury is still out um that being said i think among the two and O teams the ones that you didn't mention are the ones that look the most convincing and that to oh, me yeah. is FlyQuest and c9 for sure mm-hmm. i mean right now they look like just head and shoulders above every other team in the league just because how easy their wins looked just Pure wire to wire domination on on all four of those games. FlyQuest in particular looks so much better than we even could have imagined. We knew they'd be good, right? But from what I've seen out of the first two games, they look uh, even better than we previously thought they could be. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah, I think that. Well, even before the season started, we were already talking about how their their ceiling is back to back world champions this year. 
world Easily. champions. I mean, world champions. World champions. Uh, LC- <laughs> LCS. Worlds, twice. Yes, twice in a year. year. First ever. <laughs> no, nah, uh, back-to-back LCS champions. I think that Prince and Vikla are the most promising players that we have right now in terms of like just pure potential. Well, Prince has already shown that he's a player of the split, like, you know, challenger because he won it in Korea. But Vikla, he's still a bit of a like a unproven raw talent. But I think that like he has shown glimpses of greatness. Prince, on the other hand, what can you say? This that guy boy, is a superstar. Hot. Yeah, yeah, he is not even fair to face off against at both the laning phase and in the mid to late game where he's just bodying people with no fear on any champion that you would want to put on him. Like he is so good. Uh, and not forgetting Spica and Impact, who are also doing really well by their own regard. Yeah, like FlyQuest is just that team. And as for everybody else, I think that TSM right now is kind of taking advantage of the fact. Well, it's, okay, I'm not. I'm saying this like they're doing it maliciously, but like they are performing much higher than I think that they are meant to be. Just because all the other teams are still figuring things out. Team Liquid and, and uh, 100 Thieves and Dignitas and EG. I think that these teams... Well, Dignitas. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of teams that are still figuring things out. And I think that once that kind of lull or that kind of period... get We get through that period, I think that we'll see TSM drop a bit. But for now, it is kind of cool to see C9, CLG, TSM at the top again. Like the old days, the yeah. ye, the ye old days of the LCS. Yeah, no, and, and and like, there's a part of me that was like, you know, oh, FlyQuest, they kind of looked, you know, oh, as good as advertisers based on the names. But then there's a part of me that's like, no, 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 like it, it's sort of what uh, what what Mike said. I think like they look even better than I thought because I thought this team was going to take some time to gel. Uh, now, granted, the opposition, well, actually, no, the opposition has been Dignitas and TL, two teams that, if nothing else, you can't argue have a really high floor off talent Mm -hmm. alone those two teams you know i'll put it this way like even even dignitas as much of a meme as they have been and like you know i I have no idea what this roster is going to do this roster could finish anywhere between eighth and eighth and like third and it wouldn't really surprise surprise me excuse me but i think it will be if dignitas do finish kind of bottom of the heap I think it will be not because even they like just dramatically underperformed. It'll take some underperformance from those names, but I think it'll be if nothing else because the middle, like the the murky middle, initially from the rip feels like it is strong. It is stronger than it has been in a while, and it even harkens back to something that we said on some previous episodes, which is like the murky middle of the LCS, like top down. It it has been getting stronger. Right? We don't have just kind of this like minor region syndrome where we intentionally pack one team just for world success, right? Um, as much anymore, right? Teams yeah. two teams two through six right now are looking really, yeah. really strong. Yeah, because teams one through four are all undefeated right now, two and oh, and they all have pretty convincing wins. Right. Um CLG in particular is a team that really impressed me, considering their one win was just a complete wire to wire textbook stomp, and it proved they can win with a lead and control the game at their pace and their other win was a total come from behind had no business winning type of win yeah i mean they've proven that they can win the games they're supposed to win and win the games they're not supposed to win in one week um if they can keep that up through the entirety of the split let alone season then 
they got a shot. But I mean, point is, teams one through four are unbeaten, and then teams five and six, EG and Hundred Thieves, are also championship contenders. So you look at the entire field of like quote unquote playoff contenders if the season ended today, if we're doing that already, and like man, it's stronger than it has been in recent years because we are avoiding that heavy top stacking syndrome and I think uh, I think the league will benefit as a whole and I think when we inevitably do send three or four teams to Worlds at this point uh, eight months from now I think we can be confident in all four teams genuinely because it's it's about damn time man if, if, if mm. not this year then when when is yeah. an NA team going to make a deep run because that's, yeah. that's what NA fans want I mean, it's been five years, five years since an NA team made a respectable run at Worlds. Mm-hmm. So, once again, if if not now, then, then then when? And I think the groundwork for that run starts now, starts yeah. this week. Yeah. Dude, I, I think that this is the most co- competitive season or competitive year that we're going into for LCS in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Like... Like you guys said, one to six, those teams are extremely strong. And you're talking about CLG. If you're looking for a team that is like that kind of underdog, like built the, from home. The, the neutral's favorite. Exactly. Like they are yep. the team to vote for because they are the only team that's stuck with the same roster from last year to this year. They are building from within, you know, like the fact that they had to completely revamp they're, the way that they looked at League of Legends, they got rid of all of their coaching staff, they got their, rid of their entire roster, and then they brought in Jonathan, and then they said, okay, we're going to focus on rookies this time. We're going to focus on, like... Critch Strike the, the Legend, Jonathan McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan McDonald, shout yeah, out. That's an old one. Yeah. No, but, he, he went from a guy whose name we didn't know to one of the best GMs in NA. Yeah. Let's not fuck around. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. he, he earned the respect of of his fan bases, of his fan base, pretty hundred percent. And um, now CLG's yeah. back at it. Like, yeah. and if you listen with like a similar career glow up, it's um, it's at Critical Strike Podcast. There yep. it is. Um, yep, yep. There it is. It's, it starts. Now's the time, <laughs> baby. But uh, yeah, no, I think that the LCS, it's wild, right? I think that the LCS is so competitive that. But I, how do you guys think it's gonna work with like? us playing out on Thursdays because I don't think it's that bad now that like they changed the time it's great like no it's really not bad everyone is yeah. losing like I here's the thing I I tend to I know this is something about myself like I I am I am averse to change as a person but I also what I don't like is just people like complaining without trying things out um, and I thought that you know I did think Twitter lost its head a little bit but at the same time like the times would not have been good. I don't know what the hell it's going to do for in-person attendance, right? I still think for in-person attendance is going to be like really, really bad. Um, but look, I, I'll put it this way: as someone who works, like you know, esports is like my side job; it is not my full-time job. And as someone who works Monday through Friday and likes the idea of like, I don't have to watch LCS on weekends. For me personally, great. That's kind of tight. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I was selfishly upset when they said it was moving to 5 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> the idea of banging out LCS on my work hours, Oof. dude. Oof. 
That was think, that was yeah. exciting for me for five minutes, and then Twitter got their yeah. hand, their grubby little hands. <laughs> but but I do I do think the time changes are are fine, right? Um, oh no, hundred percent. Yeah, well, you know, I I got a little upset. I, I never really said anything <clears throat> because I don't want to like suppress people. Like you know, like if you complain loud enough, like stuff you know will change within reason, and, and like that that's a good thing, right? Let me, let me be clear. Um, but like, yeah, I. I it, it was good that people complained, and I think that as a result, we have a, a healthier time slot. But I really don't think Thursday Friday is going to be that bad. I, in fact, I'm I'm a fan of it so far. I just don't like. To me, there are once we got the time slot sorted out. To me, it's like okay, now we got much bigger issues to worry about in North America. Like this is not really where like the hill we should be dying on. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like from what I saw, how was how was viewership? Because it didn't feel bad. It felt pretty par for the course, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so like it looked pretty good still. The fans who are gonna watch are gonna watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. There's probably some fans who it's a lot more inconvenient for. Probably a good amount, I would imagine. But the people who watched on Saturdays religiously are gonna watch on Thursdays religiously. And, Apparently, uh, yeah. Go according ahead. to uh, right management, well, right. I say right management, but just the higher ups. They said that a majority of LCS viewership in North America, I think it's like seventy percent from the East Coast. So seventy percent on the East Coast. Yeah. I mean, like that's crazy. Around. Yeah, I mean, like like uh, in Eastern and Central time. I mean, like, but that's just like I'm, I'm literally googling population distribution U.S. Like, yes, California nice. has thirty, you know, thirty million people, and that's an absurd and upsetting amount. But in the central and like central time zone, that's Texas, that's Chicago, Eastern time zone. That is, you know, the entire East Coast, right? All of New England, uh, Florida, which is a huge, huge population, right? Like Toronto, shout out Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, this this is NA, not USA. Oh, unironically, right? Like, you know, yeah. I, all respect in the world to Vancouver, but like, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's not if, if that's not where the majority of viewership is. Like, th- this is a big country. You're gonna have to make some compromises, right? All due yeah. respect to the great people of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. We know you're at salute. Mm-hmm. Salute. Your climate is your climate is awful, but I've heard wonderful things about your city. Mm-hmm. Gold Canucks. <laughs> uh, don't say it like that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, your franchise is a dumpster fire right sorry. now. My Detroit Red Wings want Bo Horvat. Shout out to the hey, one yo. person that's going to get that reference. No, I'm hey with you. yo, we're yo, here. Let's not let's not fuck around. Your Detroit Red Wings got cooked Friday night <laughs> when they came to Long Island. I'm not even an Islanders fan, and I'm talking shit. Two nothing's oh. not cooked. <laughs> You oh, like oh. two nothing's not cooked. Oh, like they got shut out by paper legs. Ilya Sorokin, what are you talking about <laughs> higher points percentage than you? Oh, here we go. It's okay. Not even yeah, not even you. Now what, what about what, what about your Rangers? Your Rangers like your Knicks you make one deep playoff run. All of a no, sudden, it's... even a mediocre season that should be par for the course is oh, Man. it's disappointing. Oh, get rid of Jack Fox and uh. oh, yo, yeah, he's right. He's a little right. Think about think about the garden is the building is, it's the building it's cursed. <laughs> yeah, I won't say anything. I'm a Maple Leaf fan. <laughs> no, let's, I can't. I literally can't. It. Yeah, let's talk about the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, no, no I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> what, go, what goes on? Can you tell me. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, we're talking uh, we're talking hockey on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what we're doing. But oh god, on the CLG front. Well, actually, okay, here. Just to, to, to bring you to a little more focus. 
Not yeah, a Madison let's, Square Garden scene, by the way. <laughs> let's finish up about CLG. I mean, the, the the big overreaction, of course, is like, oh, CLG, like, you know, they everyone sorely underestimated them, which I do think is true. And I had them third in my power rankings that my power ranking voting, I voted as such that it was like, oh, where are they going to start out? Right. And yeah, I put them third. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't necessarily what I thought they were going to finish. Now, maybe. Right. But I think there is something to be said for cohesion. Right. 100 Thieves had a by by League of Legends esports standards, a long, long run with the same roster, two whole years. Yeah. Um, and you saw the fruits of that. Right. Look, it, it, I don't think it was what they wanted it to be, but like it, it was very, very good. And CLG with this continuity, with with these you know systems in place. Shout out Cloud9. Um, how close are they to a title is the question that we have in the rundown. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, I still think I still think far because I still do think that the ceilings of a lot of the teams that underperformed initially are higher than that of this CLG squad. Unfortunately, yeah, There's better I, I, teams I, yeah. for sure. Go ahead, mm-hmm. you go first. No, like I think that CLG. Oh man, but they they are like I said before, they are the feel good kind of fan favorite. Oh, built from within kind of team, but I do think that. At the end of the day, you need a shout out to the Raptors who picked up Kawhi and won the championship. You need a star power. You need need some kind of like you need the dude. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love all the players on this team, to me, I don't think they have a dude yet. No, I don't think they have the guys who like put the carry responsibility on the shoulders at the end of the day to like take down guys like Prince and Vikla or. I don't know, even summit, and, and or or something like that. You know, like every I, team I don't, has. I don't even the, think dude. you're saying that like none of these guys can be that, or none of these guys have it in them to be that. But I don't. I think what you're saying is none of these guys right now are that guy. Exactly. They're, exactly. Right now, they're not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You're not. They're not him yet. And I don't. Unless we see a massive resurgence from like some of these veterans or some of these people who have been in the North American circuit for a long time, like Dokla and Contracts and Palafox, like. Do I see Luger becoming the next top two and not two in his role? I don't think so. Not with the players. Not with players that we have right now. Berserker and Prince have that lockdown. Yeah. And I mean, look at what 100 Thieves did. Right, 100 Thieves kept that same core together before they blew it up Elias this year. But they had that core, and then they had Demonte, right? And they subbed out Demonte for Abadage, and they immediately won. Yeah. You bring in the star. You bring in the dude, and you can pull it off. I mean, I don't know if CLG is there like one piece away they, they could be if right now if CLG like continues to win makes a run deep into the playoffs and comes like one or two games away from winning it all if I'm Jonathan McDaniel I'm on the phone with somebody to replace a role that needs to be like just slightly upgraded because you know at that point alright we're one piece away and if we just upgrade it by this much and you splash Which role? that uh, you splash that MSG money I'm huh, like yeah, mm. yeah, dude. Jim. <laughs> knock, knock. Hello, Mr. Dolan. I know you probably have not heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> Calling from, uh, from the offices of uh, New York's team. Uh, I don't know if you recognize my face, Mr. Dolan. But that's a deep cut. I don't know if you guys know about that. but Probably not. <laughs> with uh, Jim Dolan is a notorious, insane person, owner of the Knicks. Uh, that, has, that I have heard. He uh he has software 
at the garden, like when you come in. Apparently he's oh, like, wait. Yeah, 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 this this was in the news recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like testing facial recognition because he has like an enemies list of people he doesn't wait, like. What? He doesn't like want certain people being at the Knicks games. So he has like facial recognition technology. Keeps Dude. him out of the garden or something like that. I don't know. My my man, my man's got FBI level technology to get rid of people. Yeah, get rid of haters. That is crazy. Jim Dolan, I love it. Local insane man. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, fucking man. If I hate how he owns both teams. <laughs> <laughs> what a rip off, man. I... That sucks. But uh, CLG, which which role? If there was a role right now that you would upgrade, because they also, oh, man, mind dude. you, they have an import slot, right? Yeah, they do. So, from their form right now, which role would you try to replace, if any? This isn't to discount any of the players on that team, but like, if you were to replace one role with a superstar level player to elevate them to championship or contender level, which one would it be? I'd have to see how the season plays out. How That's the so hard, plays dude. Out. Yeah. Like, my my gut says, and this is no disrespect to Palo Fox, but my gut says mid, only because mid can do so much. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like you can do so much from mid lane. So if, like, me saw it with Demonte and Abadage, right, you can see it on so many other examples. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you pick up a world-class mid laner, you're immediately a contender. AD carry also, maybe. one A carry position, for sure. Um, it would have to be mid or ADC, and I think Luger's got it in him to become even better than he is now. Yeah, so I'd think, probably I think say Luger mid. Has the higher ceiling. Yeah. Gosh. No disrespect, though. I hope that Powell Fox proves us wrong, or proves me wrong at least. I think that he's good. Now it's time to show if you're great. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, uh, Wolf. I the don't thing know, about man. the LEC is you can start poaching earlier now with this new format. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true, true. Sure, teams will run out of patience quicker. It's a joke, mm-hmm. right? Games, it's a joke. Don't, <laughs> don't come at me. No it's over. No one's poaching in these neck of the woods. Having said though, realistically, there are some teams in the LEC, like, like I keep going back to the Demonte Avadaga example, but it is just so perfect. Mm. And that being said, we could all be wrong and CLG can win with this five guys. There's a reason mm-hmm. they kept them together. I would love that. I would love awesome. CLG yeah, one. That's the best timeline. They were yeah. one. They were one game away from being one series away. Mm. You right, <laughs> right Bruno Caboclo. <laughs> you right. God dang. But yeah. And nothing. Honestly, I, nothing would make me happier more. At this stage in the game, there's no reason to say that CLG can't make world. No, they could. They could. Because like we've already established that one through six all have a shot and. If we're sending four teams, or well, three teams plus the grudge match representative. <laughs> Shout out to the, the oh, grudge which, match which representative. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, keen listeners at home, uh, there's a uh, new formatting change to the League of Legends World Championship this year that features a grudge match between the EU four seed and the NA four seed. Winner goes so to good. winner goes to worlds plans, no questions asked. It's a guaranteed battle between the two regions' fourth best so teams. Uh, so, yeah, NA and EU both can't send four teams to worlds. One region's only getting three, but their four seeds are going to play each other for that last spot. 
which is just incredible. It's awesome. If we win that fourth seed battle, um, in the rafters immediately. Oh yeah, no, put up a banner, dude. Absolutely. Yep. Hundred percent. It's the most participation trophy ass anything, but like (laughs) I half half want to do it just to see, just to see EMEA Twitter blow up. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm be so I'm mentioning funny. people on Twitter for sure. Absolutely. Um, period at and then just the <laughs> list. a list, just so everyone can see it. I'm not trying to mention you. I'm trying to put you on blast. Like, yeah. <laughs> like y'all know who you are. <laughs> y'all are in my letter. Y'all are in my. <laughs> you're they're, they're in my burn note. note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, on the other side of that. At the top and the bottom of the standings, straddling the LCS standings, TSM and Team Liquid, exactly where we thought they would be. <laughs> what uh, a verb. <laughs> straddling. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a follow-up for that one. Damn. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't need one. No one asked, Hank. Um, TL 0-2. TSM 2-0. and And they played each other head-to-head. TSM won that TL game. Uh, I'm not going to say handily, but... Again, this TSM team, like, if you watched even a, a, a hair of the LCS this weekend, you saw everyone expected nothing of this roster. And to be fair, especially starting out, I didn't either. I had them below Immortals in my power rankings, again, to start out, because I, th- I think that this team could still perform better. And right now, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I was going to say they're, gonna, they're proving me right, but that's just false, because I didn't think they'd be here. They beat, they beat Immortals. Great. Uh Immortals is bad right now. Uh, but then they beat TL. Yeah. And then TL, 0-2, but they also had stiff competition, right? In that they lost a fly quest. There's no shame in that. This TSM result, though, we're either going to look back at this and say, Keck W, remember when TSM beat TL? Oh, wow. Or we're going to look at it as the resurgence of one of the biggest orgs. And I hate to say, but like TSM, they're a lot like the Yankees in a lot of ways. And one of the ways is that when right. TSM is good, it is good for the LCS. He's right. Mm. He's right. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. as a as a lifelong Yankee hater, uh, this Here one comes. and a, this one I must uh, I must concede. He's right because, mm. like, as much as uh, I, as much as it would suck, a Yankees Dodgers World Series would revive the sport of baseball. <laughs> like from a viewer's standpoint I, yeah yeah it's either gonna be that or steroids coming back so yeah it's one of the two <laughs> man. um but yeah that like tsm clg if, if there's a tsm clg game when do they play please don't, please don't say this week i hope it's like three weeks from now when they're both six and oh it will be in week three they could both be five and oh potentially that would there it is that would rip that would go so hard mm-hmm like imagine when was the last time they were both good at the same time Had god been 20, it's been a while yeah 16 20. 17 right yeah probably, yeah like pre-covid like yeah. oh way before covid yeah yeah way, yeah, way before oh, yeah. pre yeah if there's if there's a game that they play that has like number one playoff implications and that where they're both good at the same time it's it's a wrap like that is it's awesome it truly is like the yankees red Sox of uh yeah of league of legends it is it's, Are they the El Clasico of all the LCS? Of the LCS, I think that is probably the biggest rivalry, right? Historically, yeah, historically, hundred percent, yeah. I mean, TSM, that, that CLG, would, yeah. That rivalry goes back to before the LCS was even a league. 
Mm-hmm. When yeah, and they were playing at like MLG and shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against yeah, yeah. so like, Curse and the boys. Yeah, goddamn Curse team, Epic team, team, team Vulcan. Golly, dude, dude. My Epic Zuda. Gamer, yo, Epic Gamer, Epic Gamer, <laughs> dude. We're dropping some heaters, right? We're Team Coast. Were those guys? Team oh, Coast. Yep. Team Eight. Team Eight. Oh, Ooh. pre <laughs> pre uh, pre Gold Coin United though. I think. <laughs> Doing these push a T groans after every name drop. <laughs> yeah. you know about yeah. Velocity Esports? Yeah. Winter Fox. Yeah. Oh, Winter Fox. One split wonders. Oh, man. Man. Yeah, so these legacy teams, I mean, it, it is it is good for the brand. I think that, look, even if nothing else, like, yes, look, world's performances are unfortunately international performances that is going to be and i think rightfully so to a degree that the 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 measuring stick against which north america as a region is always going to be judged on um but i will say something as a as a cb lol enjoyer um that is not what you need to like have a successful region mm. and i think you know but i, I think kind of, i'm kind of contradicting myself maybe here but like I, I think as a product the fact that we have a bunch of competitive teams or at least that's how it's seeming right now is a very good thing i think the knock on north america has always been okay well you are you know the most powerful nation on earth plus canada sorry tyler man okay um, hold on man. and you have the most financial resources right of any region bar maybe china and you cannot develop a competitive product internationally i think that is where the knock is and if that is all we keep the knocks to I'm okay with that because I think that is a fair, if maybe not very, I don't know, like broadly focused argument. Mm -hmm. I think that with that argument, I mean, this is kind of like a little tangent. It's just like in North America, even though all the things that you said were true, the focus on PC gaming and esports and League of Legends just isn't there. I think that like League of Mm -hmm. Legends is not really that popular in North America. Um which makes it harder to find and develop these talented teams. Whereas like, you know, regions like Korea and China, there are so many people playing the game that you will be able to find superstar talent on an almost regular basis. Um, PC gaming as a whole is like so much more focused on in those countries um, than it is in North America to the point where, you know, like we're not like you don't see PC bongs all over the place in in the U S and Canada. And so Mm. it's to a lot of people, they think PC gaming is actually inaccessible when in reality you can build a a really good computer for almost the same price as a PS five, but because of the ease of access and how easy it is to get into it, it's a controller. Everyone's used to it. That is where a lot of Americans and Canadians like go to, um, now, granted, Europe, they're doing really well for themselves, but I also think that's a product of how big the region is as a whole. You have so many different countries participating. The EMEARLs are are it's a, such a great system for Path to Pro. Yeah. For I, I think it would be the infrastructure, if nothing else, because yeah. I think, to be fair, populate, population-wise, North America and Europe as a continent, and even like EMEA, it's about the same. It's about like 400 million. Mm. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many times do you see like remember those old world documentaries where they would go back worlds documentaries where they'd go back and they would like talk to the players parents a couple of years ago they did like a whole series on them in, yeah. in worlds in korea the last time 
and a bunch of Korean players' parents would be like, oh yeah, ever since he was like six, he wanted, this is what he wanted to do. You don't get that mm-hmm. in uh, in America or Canada yeah. or really anywhere in the West as yeah. much as you see it in the East. Like, you don't get... Or if you do, it's not encouraged. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Like, maybe every kid loves video games from the time that they're six. Yeah, but, but like in Korea, it's like, I, I, know, I know I can make a career path out of this. Whereas yeah. in North America, most of the West, it's like, well, no, you're not. Dude, <laughs> let's, let's ta- yeah, top players are recognized on the street like basketball players in in in, in the U.S. Like yeah. it, when you're faker or showmaker or or like you know deft or any of these top players, they get recognized when they're going grocery shopping and stuff, whatever. But I guarantee you, if like contracts or or not even, let's say a top player like maybe I don't know, like Spica is out shopping, he's not gonna get approached by people, right? Like he, he might, Depends. maybe. Maybe I, I think that like yeah. compared to LeBron James though yeah like no, of exactly. course LeBron can't go yeah but like, granted granted a lot of these players are six foot and up so you'll immediately see them whereas like, like, holy shit is that yeah seven foot tall NBA star Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like well also that's another thing because like a guy like Giannis would like have to walk around Milwaukee which like yeah. is not a yeah. very like populated city in comparison to like I don't know Seoul LA. or LA or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Giannis probably if you took a if you took like a survey of every man in the city of Milwaukee, he's probably the tallest. He's probably, <laughs> for sure. Like, <laughs> for, yeah, he might be the tallest man in Milwaukee. Yeah. That's that's put that in the rafters. Hello. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's point point being, it's easier to spot somebody like that in a city where, and everyone in Milwaukee knows who Giannis is. Yes, it's not like everyone in LA knows Beardsley. Who Speaker is or yeah. Impact? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're just some dude on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now speaking of, uh, yeah, I mean the, well, not even speaking of anything, I'm jumping to the next topic. There it is. Uh, Hundred thieves. Right, that was the other. That was the other big offseason story. One of many, actually, huge kind of offseason stories yes. uh, in the LCS and the roster swaps. Bjergsen doublelift, uh, obviously coming back, but Tenacity and Busio getting promoted as well. Um, and yeah, uh, and in the jungle they kept closer. Right, and that was the only that was the only constant. And they went one on one. This is a team that again I did not expect to hit the ground running. Um, I thought you know doublelift game one, nah, but I'm also I also just. I don't, I, on Varus in general, if you don't, you know, make things happen early. Also, they're playing Cloud Nine, and Cloud Nine looked like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm willing to, yes. you know, not only is that the first game, Doublelift wasn't on a champion with a lot of agency, you know, and it was against a really good team. Defending, that was a title defending my champions, yeah. Yeah, but you gotta, you yeah, gotta beat Cloud defending Nine. champions. You gotta, that's that's the team you gotta beat. You know what I mean? In the long run, maybe eventually, yeah, but not, not in the first game of the season. You I, have I, to I, beat them game I, one. Yes, but I mean, you only play them twice. They kept four fifths of the team. It, it does. True. It, it does suck playing them early in the season because you are day still gel- mm-hmm. you're still gelling, and they're ready to fucking rumble. Yeah, you know that's yeah. unfortunate. I will say that. Um, yes. But also putting double lift on Varys is just such a mistake, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, he's, but then, but then in game two, right? He, he did Zeri things. Yeah. And, and it's, it's night and day. Much much better. Night, when you can allow Doublelift to take the game into his own hands, and that's been the book on him forever. Mm-hmm. Like when you allow him to just play and take over, it's it's his game to lose. And like me, yeah. on Varus, you just can't do that. No. Uh, give me give me Doublelift Lucian one time, please for please. Oh my god. 
Like, that is his I mean, champion. Last week like, was the week, if ever. I think the nerfs go live on LCS this week. Fortunate. Yeah. 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 Unfortunate. But, yeah, what do we, I don't know. What are we? What are we thinking? Because I, I think I think this roster is still like I think the one. I mean, there are a couple kind of talking points, right? Like one was the fact that Doublelift came back for you know a lot less money, and and specifically said I want to play with Busio, mm-hmm. which if I'm Busio, poor kid, like he he has a way strong. If, if I'm again, if I'm Busio, poor kid. If Busio is Busio, clearly he has a lot stronger mental and a lot of other positive qualities that he brings to the table that I do not that have gotten him to this position. That <laughs> is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Right. Um, and but I but I do trust. I don't know. I mean, maybe I don't know. Saying oh, you know, this time double lift is you know like you know his his bad tendencies as a pro player. Right. Maybe won't get the better of him. But um, you know, he came back not for the money. He came back literally because he wants to essentially stick it to TSM and stick it to his haters. And if it was anybody else but double lift. I might be a little, uh, but weirdly, I think this could be like this is exactly what Double Lift needs. If there's one player that's going to thrive purely on spite, <laughs> he's done it every single yeah. time. He's never he's never left a team on his own accord. He's always been released, mm-hmm. and every time that he's left a team, he has won. You guys know that. And like, whenever he comes back, his first split, his whenever when he comes back, he looks exactly. Awesome. He won. They, they won in twenty. Exactly. Yeah. So give him, give him a minute. He's gonna cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once he once this team finds out how to play around him, I think that that is going to be when hundred thieves will start to pop off. That being said, don't think they win the championship this season. Um, I think that there's just too many strong content. Like I like I don't see them beating FlyQuest. I don't see them beating Cloud9 if they maintain their form like this. Yeah. I think that at their ceiling they don't beat FlyQuest and Cloud9. Uh, if Cloud9 and FlyQuest get anywhere close to the ceiling that they have. and Yeah, I, I, think, I think for the most part I'd agree with that. Yeah. Rip it, 100 Thieves, they finished third with a record of 12 and 6. There you go. Spring, Spring split. split record. And then we'll okay. see the playoffs go from I'll there. I'll say, yeah. I'll, I'll say 11 and 5 and 4th, okay. but I'm, I'm, I'm relatively optimistic about them. I think they'll figure it out. I, I, like, I like the 11 5 call there. I sure. think that. I still think that like there are some teams that need to figure themselves out, so that that'll make things a little bit muddy. Like EG and TL, I don't think that they're as bad or not bad, but like I don't think that this is where they're going to be. Clearly, like I don't think no. Team Liquid's going to be a twelfth or a tenth place team. Um, so they still have a lot of things to figure out and how to play around their certain players. Um, EG clearly still needs some gelling to do with the new players. If FBI is not Danny. Uh, and so they're changing their play style pretty significantly. Uh, also, the con- like you know, c- like uh, communication based, right? How are they kind of shifting now that they have someday and, and FBI um, on their team? I still think that their ceiling is champions. Um, but right now, as for 100 Thieves, I, I don't know because I hate. Looking at their that team and saying, yeah, they're going to be third. They're going to be fourth. Because every time that I've doubted Doublelift, he has proven me wrong. <laughs> Fair. I, I don't know. He, 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 yeah, like you said, he thrives on playing well out of spite almost, it feels like. Yeah. He, he, yeah, oh, yeah. Like every time he gets released from a team, he's like, All right, you know what? Then I'll win the championship here too, then. Like, whatever. So yeah. I don't know. That being said, they don't win this year. 
I'm just stamping my foot. It's going to be C9 FlyQuest in the finals Do they go to for the Worlds? string. Mm. Mm, I think you have to, right? I mean, you you gotta? Let's see. Okay. Cloud9, FlyQuest, yep. TLEG, 100 Thieves. Those are all contenders. Mm. CLG, too. CLG. I'm throwing CLG right, in there CLG. for sure. And, and even on the outskirts, Dignitas. But again, that goes to our broader point. Of all those teams that we like, of all those teams, there is an argument, no matter how shaky, that those teams could go yes. to mm-hmm. Are we on agreement on that? Yeah. If yeah. nothing else, the right. fourth place grudge match. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But more than half of those teams we listed will not get past. There the are match. legitimately seven teams who like have an outside chance of making worlds. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I get good. it's I get it's January thirtieth, but like, assuming <laughs> the league plays out as we expect it to. And so far, it kind of has, with the exception of Team Liquid and Dignitas, going mm-hmm. over, like, convincingly 0-2. But beyond those two teams, man, it's looking like there's a solid 7. Like, I'm yeah. looking up and down the list right now, and it is it is not that bleak. How well they perform at Worlds yet to be seen, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. man, it, can we say this, too? It does suck how we had home field advantage for Worlds and just completely threw it away last year. Mm. Yeah, we kind of puked on ourselves. Now yeah. we have to go into Korea, like go into the belly of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have to. Have to yeah. Good luck, fellas. I think said last last time uh, Worlds was in Korea, Cloud9 finished top four, so who knows? But like, mm. it is. Does, do you think I think home for advantage plays a factor in international <sighs> defense? I don't know. I, I think it plays a factor. I don't know if it's a positive or negative one necessarily. Mm. I think that's an interesting discussion. And this is all, like, I, I think anything that we say past this point should be noted that is amateur psychology. So it's just kind of fun to speculate <laughs> on. But I think about, like, I don't know. I think about, like, look, if, if you're if you're T1, right, at, at MSI, right, that T1 team, you know, I this past MSI, I think they were better than RNG, but RNG won, right? Mm. You got a, a lot of young players on that yeah. T1 roster, yeah. right? And they go, oh, I'm right next to Faker. Oh, my first international tournament. Right, maybe for some of them second because I guess that you know Worlds twenty twenty one, but like first international tournament is front is in front of the home crowd, right? And then just da 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 hamingu, like the crowd is going yeah. crazy, and you got to go up against like your kind of your like one of your arch historic rivals. Like it's impossible to Dude. say that. Like of course it has an effect. Like, like it all depends on how you take pressure and how you take the moment. Yeah. Like if you there's some players that thrive in that, they love it. They hear the crowd and they're like, I feed off of that. Like when I hear them chanting my name, I get hyped and I get I'm raring to go. Other players are like, "Holy, that's pressure. That's like I need yeah. to perform." And, for some, these and guys. some guys only get to that place by being in the worst place. Initially. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Everybody talks about that. You, so many players yeah. they talk about it, like stage is just a different different 100%. beast, right? The, all these all these pandemic teams that were just like playing from mm. home, right? Yes. Right. Just playing glorified solo key with the yeah. boys, and then once yeah, you get people you get in, in front of you. The, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. A lot of the people that I've like heard is like, I love like, it's all part of the experience and not having it actually makes it feel worse. Cause it feels like it's not important. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we were in coat, like we were doing the COVID times, a lot of people were saying like, I just didn't feel the urgency of, of mm-hmm. playing stage games. Cause there's no one in the crowds. I'm, I'm bowing and waving to no one. Yeah, and so it, I might as well play it at home. And it feels like a solo queue or a scrim. That's what it. That's what the, a lot of people were calling it. Was it just felt like scrims? 
But um, yeah. with the crowd, I think it just adds that level of urgency that makes you play at a better level. You gotta go to the arena and you gotta do all this extra shit. It's like, it feels like a game. It feels like game day. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's, yeah. You didn't get that for three years, almost. Not three yeah. years, but yeah, about two and a half years. There's just no sense mm. of... Yeah. And then teams, like, you know, one team plays from home because they have a, you know assistant equipment manager who's sick so everyone stays home and plays <laughs> from the team house yeah no actually yeah that's just how yeah. it went yeah it's nothing you can do it's fucking protocols you just gotta live and learn you know and just you know stay yeah. home and play yeah. um who put who put FlyQuest might go perfect was, in the rundown <laughs> FlyQuest might go by the way it's, it's FlyQuest might go perfect parentheses real real, <laughs> real. love um, it no, Mike, <laughs> your turn. Uh, man, well, you know what? They play Golden Guardians on Thursday, so three and Then they play. They play. Damn. They play Cloud Nine on Friday, so uh, we'll see. I don't know. FlyQuest looks unreal right now. They look so good, dude. Uh, if I had to defend this uh, take, just even not even the take. They probably won't go eighteen and zero. It's like if I had a bet on it, I'd bet against it. I, I, I can I can guarantee you they will not go eighteen and zero. <laughs> But like if yeah. I if I had to if I had I to back up you. even entertaining the notion, like the only like feasible defense I could back myself up on is that number one, Prince looks like a fucking freak. He looks so good. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I want to like yes. actually put a half court shot in, it's that Prince is going to lead the league in both kills and KDA. And that's that's a lot more reasonable. I feel like. Um, yeah. And if you're going to win, if you're going to go 18-0, you're going to do it on the strong back of the region's best AD carry. Because right now, yeah. he's looking yeah. like the dude. You go, you go, uh, yeah, Cloud9 Cloud Nine, Cloud Nine did a Berserker caught a heater, and they rode that all the way from exactly. the mm-hmm. Um yeah. When you look at the best teams in LCS history, they do it through the AD carry most of the time. You look at prime TSM and prime double lift. That's how they yep. did it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Um, Berserker last year, Danny the year before. Mm-hmm. Like these yep. are teams that just dominate wire to wire. Even the uh, CLG, CLG, even the uh, the Cloud Nine team back in uh, twenty twenty spring when they went seventeen and one. Mm-hmm. They kind of shouldered it between Niski and Sven, but Sven was on a roll yeah. that season. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, Sven and Vulcan. That, that was, was on, wow. That feels like a fever yeah. dream. <laughs> So, yeah, I think yeah. if if FlyQuest does pull off the eighteen and O dream, uh, they're going to do it through the strength of their bottom lane, which isn't even complete, by the way. We talk about that. How uh, true? Wild. True. Ayla wasn't even there. Yeah. Just, it's winsome. Ayla's still. <laughs> do, you, do you see that clip that uh, that went viral? I think it was from um, I think it was from Prince. I think he was like out he's vod reviewing or something, right? But he was saying like because um, he had like a quadra kill and he wanted to get the penta mm-hmm. kill and. Win and if Winsome like and just if if they had, like all five or four of them left and he flamed Win jokingly but like he flamed Winsome for not like tanking the tower la- or tanking the fountain laser so that he could just like yeah, get the pentakill you know pop two autos and get the yeah. pentakill yeah. right he just like it was so funny in his like broken accent in English he paused it he's like he's like if this is Korea in a best of three <laughs> and this happens in game one I'm I'm, I'm subbing yeah. out my support. <laughs> Dude, uh, that was he's even like Winston. That, that, you watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He awesome. sent him the clip. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ah uh, man, Dude. did somebody tell Prince that Winston's actually getting replaced? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's no. Man. I mean, oh, man. shout out Winsome padding his stats, keeping the KDA perfect so he can Hell yeah. up his chances of getting a job on a new team. Yeah, it's this crazy small sample yeah. size, right? Two games. Yeah, we just caught an absolute heater. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, I think- also, dude, that Berserker versus Prince game is going to be primo. Awesome. Yeah. Primo. Like, the two best I think, ADCs. I think that really, like, yeah, that really, like, encapsulates kind of what... Uh, what we're talking about the LCS and what, what what is exciting so far about the LCS is like look say again say LCS Keck W you can have all your you know legitimate and not legitimate complaints about the region if you want to be excited about LCS you can mm. that's my takeaway for mm. like for this this uh, the start yep. of the season if you are not excited by the LCS it's because you don't want to be yeah true. It's confirmation. And, and that's not even like a crazy like like we all do this whether it's like we do it with athletes a lot if we have like written off someone as like they're bad or they're good we as as humans we will find like we're, we're we we if we write off someone as bad we're going to focus on the things to tear them down yes right and if we think someone's good we're going to cherry pick the positives yeah right dude like i'm not i'm not saying lcs is perfect it is the weakest of the four major regions let's not bullshit here like we have a lot of problems but if you want to follow things if you want storylines to be excited about if you want things to hang on to it, you can find it. If you don't, it's because you don't want Dude, to. Dude, and, and a lot of the complaints, it's like they're working on it too. It's, for example, a lot of people were complaining about how there was no content around the LCS and no content around the players. Dude, the first week alone. First week was yeah. great. Dude, the if amount of else, content. If nothing else, they're trying shit. Exactly. Right? You they're know? throwing stuff at the wall. They're trying out that, that cooking show with Spica and QD Cinderella yeah. and like they have all of these they, different they let trailers. Spica show off his personality. Exactly. Spica's got a great personality. Dude, I love the fact that the trailer for the LCS wasn't just a generic in a warehouse like like dubstep mm-hmm. with like neon lights. I love that they like started. Like the LCK did. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Not for nothing. Like, yeah. But the, the fact that they had them like in a very like almost like comedic like they let them show off their funny side a little bit that i think was necessary to kind of just liven up the league a little we were getting way too yeah. sports center serious with the league yep. and them it's esports for crying i know out loud. we like, gotta have fun with in, it unless you're in korea and china and have like a pedigree of success to where you can be like to where you can do that like Let's con- like the second you take yourself even a little too seriously, we got to rethink. Hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah. So I'm happy. I'm really happy with the direction yeah. that the LCS overall. Overall, mm-hmm. I love so the far. direction that the LCS is going because the, the the level of competition is getting stronger and the direction in which the branding of the LCS is getting better. We're seeing a lot more content. I hope it maintains because it mm-hmm. is scarily you know of the LCS to start like that and then not continue with it shout out to uh next level and what are those other shows that they had at the beginning of was it um what was the one they had medios and like uh, space ghost on um, i think it wasn't wasn't it was next, next level? level i think it was next been. level I, one but i they, remember was the one where pastry yeah. time put all those old teams together replay files yeah that was right those are really cool but then they didn't continue it forward granted there's not gonna be a lot of stories like i don't know if they run out of stories or anything like that but like i just hope that they maintain this level or this frequency at which they release content around their players and their team i'm interested to see i'm very curious to see what that yeah i'm a little bit upset we didn't jump on the road show (laughs) bomb when we had the chance (laughs) (laughs) look if you go back to the critical strike files Maybe like a year ago. <laughs> the annals of history. Yeah. 
we we definitely mentioned the words roadshow at least once or twice and then the lcs more than yeah. <laughs> true man true we had man we had it. yeah <sighs> yeah all right switching gears a little bit mm. lec uh wild and woolly new format uh there's one week left to be a ones and then quote-unquote playoffs start uh for the winter mm. split which is wild. I think, uh, Mike, you are you are the least bullish of us uh, on this format. Uh, expand on that, sure. please. I gotta see it to believe it. I think right now it's uh, weird how we're sitting here at the end of January, talking about playoff implications in one week, and how mm. next week's games, at the end of next week's games, there will be teams eliminated from the split. Yeah, that is wild to me. Like, on the one hand, it's cool that teams have to now earn their stage time, right? But I can see it potentially bottlenecking to a point where just teams never watch your favorite teams play. Because, like, even if you are an Astralis fan, right, you show up for your 18 games, you root for your team, and you hope they win every time. Now you just don't get to watch it. Screw you. Game Mm. over. (laughs) You know? Uh, That's assuming they don't make it up. But, like... I think if you're a fan of if you're a fan of the game or the league, it's awesome. It's really cool to have high stakes games this early in the season. But if you're a fan of certain teams, it can get real sweaty real fast because like even post regular season when we get into the quote unquote group stage, uh, it gets like weird because now all of a sudden your team can just be finished today. Um, like to your point. Mike, Koi lost against SK today. Yeah, they can. And now they've lost four in a row, and they're two and four. They could be out next week. They could be out if XL picks their stuff up or, or Astralis picks their stuff up in the last the last week, and they don't. They could be out of the playoffs. One of the biggest names in the region yes. could be gone. As, and as, as, a they neutral, keep this. as a neutral fan, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. right, like the, as a neutral fan who's like just here for the chaos, that yeah. rocks. But imagine if you're imagine if you're Ebay. He's sweating. Right? Wild. He is. Yeah. Ebay's coming for some he heads. Sweating. Yeah. Oh man, dude. Ebay's coming for some cabezas, dude. And and in third week, Koi's facing off against Vitality and G two. Wait a minute. Like, <laughs> have fun, dog. Look out! They are they are on a four game losing streak, going up against the oh, two man. best teams in the league. So, Oduwanne was that good, evidently. Huh. I I guess, <laughs> but I think it's more so communication, maybe yeah. like. It's got to be something. No, I know, but like maybe he was like leading communications maybe. during yeah, yeah, the yeah. games because mm-hmm. like yeah, kind of like the impact effect. That's what a lot of yeah, you know, about is like holy shit, like impact is the most valuable player to have the rock in the else on on your team because he just raises the level of everybody exactly. And imagine Koi not being there that. I mean, to be fair, XL not doing too hot either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shout out to me <laughs> yeah. predicting XL going to be a top three team. In, but in, no, so you, you weren't. weren't you, it's one. not crazy. That's the thing. That wasn't a spicy take. Yeah. Like, XL has, I don't think you XL has MVPs that, like, in both solo lanes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. are you going to win MVP? I'm not crazy. He did, right? I don't think he won it. No, no, no. He was an all-pro. Did he? It, it, it just felt like it because he finally won an LEC title. Yeah, was yeah. So before. Oh, you know what it was? It was yeah. 2021 spring where... He was really close, and then Reckless won it. Man, that's what it was. Yeah, LFL he was, like, legend he was putting up like the uh, the top lane island yeah, yeah, yeah. king, like yes. zero jungle proximity, fifteen and zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That's what it was. Shout out Odo. Mm. But like, t- like take that in, right? Like, if Koi isn't there, a massive amount of viewership might not even be there. Like, Team Heretics, sure. uh, who are, are playing last uh, in, today. Granted, okay, we're recording this at uh, 3.38 in uh, the afternoon Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So uh, they had not played against Fnatic yet. But if Heretics loses, they'll also be 2-4. and four. Those are the two biggest, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Also, like, can, we, can we do this right now? Can I come into the camera? What's up, what's up? Can we stop calling? Let's get it, let's get can it. Can stop calling Koi versus Heretics El Clasico? Can we stop? <laughs> wait, wait, people, people are yeah, doing that? Can we stop? First off, just because, when? Just because they're two Spanish teams... Doesn't mean it's the fucking El Clasico number one. Wait, in what world are people calling them calling that the El, El Clasico? The teams themselves, dude. They ran, they no! ran a pro, they ran a promo piece before the match a few days ago between the two teams. Oh, and they're like, yeah, no. this is the new El Clasico, and it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it is not. You have never played Fellas. each other number one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop it. They're embarrassing. Genuinely, like, stop it. That's it's, whack. It's nah. so whack. All right, the real League of Legends fans out there, not to gatekeep, but if you've been around <laughs> since the dawn of time, you know that SK versus Fnatic is the EUL classic. Ooh, okay. Ooh. that's a callback. That's, that's look at that. Mm. Look it up. That's real, kids at home. And here, and, and and that's got, and that's actually got roots that you could say extended to G two Fnatic. Because when that was a rivalry, mm-hmm. uh, now disgraced owner Carlos. And he was the center. Yes, he was. He was, he was, he was, and it was him versus Xpeke, the other Spanish mid laner in the league, and that's where it mm-hmm. branches out from. A little history lesson yep. for all you, there it for is. you children who have only. Except, I didn't even make the Spanish connection. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah. let's stop calling Koi versus Heretics El Clasico. And also on the Heretics point, I think it's hilarious how immediately, like day one, everyone's like, yeah, it's Heretics, by the way, guys. Let's pronounce it right. And then they, and then they immediately walk that one back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, they were like, yeah, it's heretics. We've been told, and it's just, well, it's just quiet. No, it's not. Let's quietly stop calling them heretics. Man, I don't know. I'm, it takes me 45 minutes to really start <laughs> talking <laughs> League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, no, look, all I'm saying is, Mike, you're not a fan of it yet. To me, I don't know. I think we share the same kind of like deal, right? Like mm-hmm. I love the high stakes. I love the fact that you can't just kind of phone it in a little bit the first couple of weeks because they actually matter because yeah. that's literally half of the split. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you don't perform first week, now you got to do it second 100%. week or else you're done. So mm-hmm. maybe that's just me looking at this, like you said, as like a neutral fan or like a, yeah. you know, as I, I should. I think, I'm I a journalist. A distinction. But yeah. can, can I give you, know. you a yeah. like not a hypothetical, but like. Do you think that having quote unquote too many high stakes matches ruins the like special factor of it? Because when you, when you have high stakes matches every three weeks, at what point are you like, this is tiresome? I don't want any more of this. As in, like, you wouldn't be quite as invested because you know that, well, in, you know, in a few months, we're just going to exactly. get it anyway. We're just gonna like be back anyway. Mm. I don't. I know. think there's maybe something to that. I don't know though. We'd have to see. Might have to just see. Yeah, I think. I think yeah. right now it's too. Yeah, early I think. Time. I think. I think that's one we gotta. We gotta. We gotta take to the streets and hold. Yeah. You know, and and uh, an old school um, 
like Apple set of AirPods, hold the mic up nice. to people like TikTok style. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Take 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 it to the streets it's, and ask the LC, the LEC fans because I'm I'm not invested in that's the standard you know. for like TikTok dudes. Just <laughs> I swear those have made a I swear those have made a comeback. I swear no, I promise you, not that many people had and used those kinds of AirPods until that became a thing. There's just yeah, there's yeah. just no way. Like I've got a junk pair sitting in you know one of my drawers or whatever, ready to go. But that is that is like a backup to a backup. Like I need a lightning mm. adapter. For that john awesome yeah i'm not using that dude i'm like i'm like thinking now there is a level of viewership burnout that could happen yeah for sure but it's nice to see that they are trying to innovate and try to find something that can freshen up the format because that is something that is a lot of people have just been complaining about so yeah. and if nothing else, just find a way to crowbar in some best of threes. Needed exactly. You sure? Really? I don't know if it did. I thought it was fine as is. Let me ask you this: Do you, th- do you think it's like good or bad that the four major regions all pretty much have four different formats now? Between regular season and playoffs. Uh, I'm not too. I can see the cons of it. But I think it's like I don't I don't think it's like bad for the ecosystem necessarily. I feel like it's more just like bad for I don't know, I hate to use kind of a tired take, but like it's just kinda of bad for the LCS because we're not getting like, you know, BO three like mm-hmm. best of experience. That's kinda of where I land on it. But that's I feel like I, I feel like I heard someone have like a broader, more nuanced conversation on this. Um, in my opinion, I think that there's one little thing that could be affected is just cross region fans. If you're not in depth or not like super into one league for the start of it i think it can be kind of hard to get into another league maybe because they have a different format and so you're trying to apply like for example i go from the lcs to like the lck or the lec and i haven't been following them at all so i don't have an attachment and i go there i'm like wait what do you mean the season's ending in two weeks yeah and stuff then it can be a little confusing but other than that i don't think that it's much of a problem because at the end of the day, shoot, like, I think that the, the the differences are pretty significant when it comes to for the teams, but I think for viewers it's pretty easy. The, it should be fine. New, yeah, I feel I feel like people are gonna watch League of Legends if they want to watch. Oh, League yeah. of Legends. the options go. are there. Yeah. Dude. If you want to watch League of Legends, you can do it twenty four hours a day. Like, Literally, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's always being played. I think like the new LEC changes to me are very reminiscent of like old school. LCK like OGN days when it was like uh, winter split spring split summer split champion points and it was just it was all over the place you know fifth game blind pick just like crazy rules you don't see anywhere (laughs) else in the world yeah give me that fearless draft WTF two shens (laughs) let's not forget the greatest League of Legends play of all time was pulled off in a blind Ah. pick game correct so yes you don't get that Z one versus one between fake. Look at the moves. If, you know, if you're playing draft pick, or if you're playing draft mm-hmm. pick, you pick something lame, like Annie, and then Tibber stuns Faker. You never get Azir. that play. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't. Know. I think it's uh, it's weird to have non-uniformity across the four regions, but I mean, as long as they're playing the same game, they're still playing League of Legends in the same patch. It doesn't matter. You know. Yeah. yeah. You can go from one region to the next and. As long as the intricacies of League are still there, there's no problem. Yeah. Yep. That being said, the LPL playoff bracket fucks. 
still so <laughs> awesome. Still yeah. so damn good. So good. He's so good. It's incredible. Forever. forever. If there's one thing you keep, it's that amalgamation of just. <laughs> it's it's such like a Frankenstein. It's it. so beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Beauty in the mess. All right, fellas. Anything else? No, I'm watching this Vitality game. It's going on as we speak, and Vitality is washing yeah. G2. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Damn. I'm going to pull up uh, watch.lolesports.com slash rewards. Get my mm. drops going. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you, if you don't think I have that constantly going on my other monitor, just muted. <laughs> just opening up the league. Shout out to Bo, by I'm, the way. I'm, I'm not joking. Oh. I, have, I have so many esports capsules that I've gotten duplicate Hell rewards from, is. man. Yo, it's, one last thing. Yo, Bo. Living up to it a little oh, bit. Bo and Photon that, from dude. Team Vitality, they're pretty good. Yeah, Bo's uh, Bo's that dude. Bo is that dude. It's, it's, I, it's very impressive. All these I, I, all these years. I'd like to think that he'll get found out eventually, but like I thought Malrong was gonna get found out and like look, maybe he's not still, you know, uh rocking him, socking him, but he uh is wild to they me. Won a championship. Malrong did he slowed down that dude didn't get exposed. He definitely yes. did slow down in terms of his level yeah. of dominance. Yes. And I think Bo will slow down as well. Same with Yike. Both of those guys mm-hmm. are going to you know, not be as like completely unfettered as they are right now. But mm-hmm. yeah, who knows, man? Maybe Bo is just going to play the rip-roaring MVP pace. I think he will. I think he's going to be an MVP candidate. Like I, I could see him getting like winter or three spring MVP game. votes yeah. now? Yeah. That's so, that's winter, so spring, lame. Summer. Mm. See, like, <laughs> Mike is growing less and less well, fond of this so format by the My second. My man is quickly getting jaded. Man, it is so why funny. Why even have an award if you're going to give it to three dudes each year? It's, it's <laughs> not. I'm not crazy. That is stupid, right? Like, why even, why even have an award? Just do anything. I don't, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it like cheapens it, it a little bit, but I think you just take it with the content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This dude just, was the best for this third of the year. This dude was the best for this third of the year. Nah, no. I, I, th- I think league changes too much. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 like to me, like the argument against that is the same argument that people have against like championship points. And if like, oh, which by the which by the way, the LC, the LEC does do this, and I think this is gonna backfire. Is that like, if you win, I, I forget how, but it's like how, how we used to do it. Like you know, when remember when that hundred thieves team made it in right in twenty like eighteen or whatever. But like by the time everyone hated each other and the roster yeah, yeah, was completely yeah, yeah, yeah. different yeah. but because they won spring they qualified for worlds yeah, yeah, yeah. right and they were in that group with like G-Rex yep. and shit and uh, yeah, Cody yeah. Sun did mysteriously have you seen this man yeah kind of shit <laughs> yeah like I just think like league my changes too on much no cards like, all it, over it, it's Korea. too flash in the pan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'm with you um, your point about the LEC I know what you're gonna talk you cut yourself off but go ahead what about how about like how if you win things, all yeah. three splits, or if you win winter, you like oh. get a free ride. <laughs> yeah, that 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 I don't love. Now that being said, like if you win, oh, there's something that's like, oh, if you win all three, you know, regular seasons or whatever. Like if you win the first two splits, then okay, sure. But like, I I, I get. In, I thought we were living in a post reward someone for success in March with an international tournament slot in October. League of Legends world. I thought we had moved I, past that as a society. I think we should once and for all. I they, think we they, they, so when you win winter, the game changes at literally every two yeah. weeks. When you win winter, literally you get a weeks. you get a ticket to the season final. You right? get a first round buy or something. 
something like that. Okay. I'm not really sure what the intricacies yeah. of the. I wrote. Yeah, I wrote I'm like, the article. I'm, I'm, I'm okay but you do get the point is you do get fine. rewarded because because if you don't if you don't deserve it you'll just get what you'll just get rinsed and yeah. okay great. Yeah. yeah. Point yeah. point is you get rewarded for performing well early later, which I don't love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Just, no. But who knows? You know, teams right. that are usually good stay good. Unless of course you're Cloud Nine in 2020. Hey yo, oh, man, they missed about this much though. They would have gotten sauced. Yeah, they would have. Nah, they would have. Yeah, probably. Never mind. You, you got <laughs> yeah, you, you were thinking about it. I was it. thinking that the wheels were turning, but like considering how well the rest of NA did at that tournament, oh man. Yeah. And how bad they looked. Even how FlyQuest was the shining Truly. star <laughs> in that tournament. Yeah, oh, man. Question. Where were you? <sighs> Where were you, man? Where were you? All right. That's good Wrap for this us. bad boy up. Uh, yep. Yep. Critical Strike Podcast. Uh, we'll be back on on all our uh, all, on our platforms. Um, I'm not even gonna list them. Actually, I am. Uh, Apple, Spotify, um, Deezer, Pocket uh, Cast. Who De- Deezer? <laughs> I almost said that. Deezer. If you if you are one of the like two people in the world that uses Pocket Cast, how unironically how much? Yeah. Leave a like leave a reply in the Pocket Cast comments. We'll definitely check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have yeah. not gone on Pocket Cast once in my life. <laughs> yeah. What else is that? Never Pod, done that. Pod Chasers no. one. Um, all my boys still scrabbling on Last FM. Scrabbling, yeah, baby. We're back. Um, That's what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I I guess yeah. iTunes. Yeah. No. Uh, league's gonna be fun this year, man. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm I'm all the way back in. Yes. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um. All right. For uh for Tyler for Mike, I've been Hank. We'll see you back here real soon.